Football Friday with Burns and Gambo. Let's go! Presented by 72 Soul. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. We welcome you back to the Burns and Gambo Show. Dave Burns, John Gambadero here. We want to thank Matt Barrows from The Athletic, the 49ers beat writer. He's joining us here on the Arizona Sports Line, in particular because the 49ers have a playoff game tomorrow, so it's obviously a busy time with him and his writing focusing on that. Uh, but, Matt, we were hoping to get you on for a few minutes to kind of pick your brain about some of these names that we've heard associated with the 49ers and what it might mean for the Arizona Cardinals. So with all that kind of looming, we appreciate your time today. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We're really well. Thank you very much. Um, let's start with D'Amico Ryans. And, and we've seen now four teams express an interest in interviewing him for head coaching positions. There was the report that came out today that, that it might not happen with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, if you could, if you've got any insight in that, please share it. And then from your perspective, working around the Niners, what can you tell us about D'Amico Ryans as a head coaching candidate? Yeah, well, as far as the Panthers, I had heard that. I wasn't able to confirm it on my end, but, um, you know, that has been uh, rumored today. And uh, maybe not a huge surprise, just given that he uh, declined a second interview last year with the Vikings, saying that uh, he really wanted to take the season, um, this season, and, uh, you know, become a better candidate for, for future years. So, um, he is discerning and, uh, you know, he does want the right situation and he wants to be the right candidate. Um, I don't know what that means for the Cardinals and for the Broncos and for the Texans, the other teams that have requested him. Um, but, uh, you know, he's, uh, people have been describing him as a, uh, an NFL head coaching candidate. And I'm not exaggerating, uh, all the way back to high school when he was a, a player in, in Alabama. He just has a um, an, an air of uh, responsibility about him. Uh, he's uh, in, entirely reliable, has been since he was a, a young man, uh, was raised in a very kind of strict uh, household that put responsibility above all else, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, he's been good at what he does. I mean, uh, the, the 49ers this year, this is the best version of this defense. Uh, they, they played a, uh, uh, a, a different uh, uh, facet of it uh, each of the years that Kyle Shanahan's been here since 2017. This is far and away the best version of it, and uh, it's been D'Amico Ryan's pulling the strings. Um, so, you know, there's uh, what I'm trying to describe is uh, a guy with a really good X's and O's component, but maybe even better as a, a coach, as a stabilizing force on a team. That seems to be the the theme that uh, players strike when they're asked about D'Amico Ryan. Yeah, there's no denying the results, right? Number one defense, uh, uh, points per game. Number one yards allowed. I mean, he's done a fantastic job. Let me ask you about leader. Every team wants to hire a leader of men. You know, you're around him. You've seen him. Is he the leadership type? Um, for sure. I mean, I, I would say that that's uh, his, his biggest asset. Um, he just has a presence about him. Um, I, I did a story about him when he was hired by the 49ers, and I talked to a lot of his uh, youth coaches and, and teachers back in uh, in Alabama. I, I was always struck by this. Before he even got into football, he was a, a baseball catcher for his uh, for his high school team, um, which is not what you usually expect no. with like the, you know the, the best athlete on the team. But they put him at that spot because 
he was a guy that calmed everybody down. He was, like I said, a stabilizing force. He was the guy, if the pitcher was having a rough day, could go out to the mound and basically kind of get everybody right. Um, uh, he's responsible. And then, of course, he ends up being the, the best athlete at that high school as well. Uh, but football sort of came later to him, um, and, and he sort of had to be talked into it by uh, by some of the coaches at the school. But that that's the type of guy he is. I mean, there's absolute fire there. You talk to anybody who's played with him. He was an excellent, excellent linebacker. You can't be a timid person uh, and, and be a uh, successful middle linebacker in the NFL. But uh, my point is that he had sort of um, – the uh, the responsibility. I mean, he was sort of a uh, an adult even when he was in high school. Yeah. Uh, so he's sort of always had that sense of responsibility. That's that sense of I'm responsible for others, and other people looked up to him as a result. Matt Barrows, the beat writer who covers the 49ers for the Athletic website, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo show. Is the organization bracing itself for his departure, or you mentioned his discerning kind of taste when it comes to this? Is is there a, a chance that he is the defensive coordinator next year, and he decides that? this cycle isn't for him or or is the expectation that he's going to take one of these jobs if offered well i, I think uh you know as soon as kyle shanahan promoted him to defensive coordinator kyle shanahan realized that that could be very short-lived because of what i said i mean yeah. he's been considered a head coach uh, candidate for a while um but i mean uh teams you know i i, I don't know what the percentage is but it, it may be around 50 percent that he leaves um, a because teams usually are, are interested in offensive coaches. Um, you want to you know, kind of bring in an offensive coach that would, um, you know, then bring in a draft a quarterback or, or sign a quarterback. So th- those two are often seen as uh, going hand in hand. So uh, there are three big parts to kind of rebuilding a team. One is offensive coordinator, one is defensive coordinator, and one is the quarterback. And so uh, you can kind of. Um, help two of those by bringing in an offensive coach. So th- that's one component. And then, like I said, uh, you know, the, the, the fact that uh, uh, Ryan's has been discerning and the fact that the 49ers are expected to go deep in the playoffs, I don't know whether that would be a turnoff for some teams. Would they, you know, be, be willing to kind of go into February potentially? Um, and, and not have their coach uh, in hand, or would they rather sort of move on and, and get get it get it over with, get it done? Uh, so, I mean, all those factors together, I think, suggest that it's certainly not a done deal that he's he's moving on somewhere. It does seem like the 49ers organization is doing a pretty good job of, you know, whether it's head coaches or GM candidates. You've got a GM in Washington, a head coach in New York with the Jets, a head coach in Miami. It does seem like they have a lot of success of hiring the right people and developing them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and that's sort of been one of the questions this year. There's been a lot of turnover. This is the most turnover this season that Kyle Shanahan has had. And, uh, you know, uh, that that was a question like, who are the young coaches in the pipeline here? Who are the next guys who would be considered? And then Ryan's is absolutely at the top of that list. Um, you know, it's been asked, uh, I've been asked, you know, if Ryan's did get a, a head coaching job, which of those assistants would he take with him? Um, and uh, it, it seems like Anthony Lynn, who's uh, got the title sure. here uh, of running backs coach, and he's also sort of an offensive assistant. Uh, they're sort of doubled up at running back uh, coach. They've got uh, 
Bobby Turner, who's a veteran who's been with the Shanahan's since, uh, gosh, I don't know, the, the early 1990s. Um, but uh, Anthony Lynn might be somebody that D'Amico Ryans would take with him. Interesting. They've got a really good assistant defensive line coach and Daryl Tapp, who's the next player. Um, really is, uh, you know, tons of energy. Um, I think he's uh, uh, an up-and-comer um, that he would go with him. And um, Daniel Bullock is their safeties coach. Uh, uh, they've got a safety, Talano Hufanga, who made just today made the uh, the all-pro team, was the first-team pro bowler as well. Um, he and the other safety, Deshaun Gibson, lead the team in, in interceptions this year. So uh, that would be a good pickup, a good kind of bring-along guy, too. Uh, if uh, if Ryan's got that head coaching job somewhere. All right, Matt. Well, we appreciate the information. As, as you can, you know, as you can tell, we're trying to soak up as much as we possibly can about all these names out here because the Cardinals, with everything they need to do, GM and head coaching wise, obviously, there's a lot of names out there. We're trying to get as much intel as we can on all of them. Thank you for the time um, and enjoy that playoff game this weekend. Okay. All right, I will. Thanks for having me on, guys. Our Thank pleasure. you.